Welcome to the No Fame Podcast. Grandma, why don't you just like hold the ledge and then people can like climb up your back? I think I remember we did that at one time. WB is over driving these wooden stakes into the ground with a shovel. He's not feeling energetic about getting involved in any scuffles that you guys get into, but you're his best hope of ever seeing something that's not the inside of this tower again. So, but snakes don't have arms. It's the that's the whole thing about us being a snake is you don't have arms. I'll jab my ladder back in my chest. Oh my god, is Medusa here too? I, I think I might know this Gorgon. I would be angry, but that was fucking cool. Yeah, right, uh, that was rad. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. Join us. Yeah, we could be friends. I, I I actually don't hate the idea of just throwing a fucking rock at it. Fuck your bone marrow babies. I mean, can, can you guys just listen for once? Like, it, God, it's like a sickly yellow green. It's it's really gross. I, like, I'm really worried up here. the no fame podcast we are all awake and ready to go my name is Sinead Marguerite I'm joined by my very good friends in no particular order we've got Matt Higdon Patrick O'Reilly Justin Crane and Josh Fritz we're here to play our tall tall tower game mid-level high fantasy dungeon climb dungeon crawl Uh, but we're climbing climb crawl crawling upwards yep except for the last bit you jumped into a spike pit. Let's do a recap. <laughs> After interminable stairs and interminable evil, our party, along with their recently rescued comrade Gurch, have headed in an unexpected direction. Down. Finding a collection of doors on the inner wall of another circular region of the tower, the party evaluated their options. Foggy ocean side or spike pit? Trusting in the good judge's duty... You now find yourself in a dark, subterranean-feeling cavern. Lux and WB are looking down into the spike pit where Grimier, Judge, and Gurch landed. The spike pit is sunk about 20 feet down from where Lux and WB stand, and luckily most damage was avoided on landing. Judge, I believe you took three piercing damage in the spike pit. I certainly did. The stench of those who landed in the spike pit before you and much less fortunately surrounds you. And the faint doorway is visible overhead with the light that you guys have put out. Judge, are you okay? I mean, I think everything went pretty well considering the plan we had and how much time we actually took. Oh, look, my my drift globe is coming. So, I mean, now, now that I can see a little better, I mean... We got off pretty good. Perhaps for over 50% of us falling into the spike pit. Yeah, I guess it went better than expected for the worst case scenario. I'm not. Listen, glass is still half full. Uh, now, why don't y'all just uh, hand down that ladder that you got hidden in your chest and uh, we'll get going. Well, how about this? Why don't I climb the ladder? I do literally the smallest hop. To get my no, I can reach it. I'm eight feet tall. My reach is over ten feet, guaranteed. Oh yeah, go for it. I just that makes my, a lot of sense. I just haul myself. Let's let's not fuck around with fucking uh, rope mechanics. I'll just haul All myself right. out, and then let's I'll turn get around. as many people up as you can because it's gonna take a bit to haul me up. No, so no, I'll yeah, up more people I'll, on top makes sense. Yeah, I'll just get up and then I'll pull people up. Grandma, why don't you just like hold the ledge and then people can like climb up your back? I think I remember we did that at one time. 
You oh, did yeah, that. Oh yeah, that's actually a good idea. You specifically I'd love to do that. <laughs> Shimmy up your back. <laughs> all how right. I, no, I'm just going to get up and turn around and use my hands. You all hear a metallic clang and then another one and then another one. And Lux, you look over and the uh, uh, <laughs> WB is over driving these wooden stakes into the ground with a shovel. <laughs> They're okay. not. It's not going very well. <laughs> so DM, can I just climb this ladder, hop up? Since the ladder's 10 feet, if I do the super unsafe thing of standing on the top of it, that puts me at 18 feet, mm-hmm. not counting my reach. Yeah, so it's not a high DC, but you're going to have to give me an athletics. Okay. Athletics. Breaks the top rung of the ladder. <laughs> athletics is a plus five for me. Hey, roll that's for... 23. Perfect. Yeah, no you're problem. you roll for OSHA violations as well. <laughs> <laughs> Don't let Fabian see me. <laughs> roll luck check to see if a uh, random inspection's happening. <laughs> you see All a right. white hard hat come around the corner. I lift myself up. Judge, should we do Gurch first? Because Gurch feels... Oh, yeah. The more people up top is definitely going to be to our benefit. Okay, well, let's do you first, maybe, then, and then get Gurch. Or what do you think? Well, is Gurch going to be able to help me up? I'm just... Yeah, no. Gurch will try and help you, but remember how very, very exhausted Gurch is. Yeah, I'm thinking you're down there in case Gurch falls so he doesn't fall on a spike. Yeah, let's get Gurch first. All right, Gurch, I'm going to lean over the edge so I can, like, help pick people out. Gurch, you just get up on like the second or third to the top rung, and I'm just going to like hoist the ladder. Okay. (laughs) All right. I'm going to try to give the help action, basically. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Gurch will roll with advantage, which means that it's a straight roll, and you're holding the ladder up so he has less room that he even has to go up, and he's able to hang on to the ladder. Okay. Yeah. Gurch, Gurch makes it up. All right. There you go, Gurch. Safe and sound. Thank you. Okay, Judge. All right. Uh, judge is just going to cast fly on himself. And, no, I'm joking. I don't have fly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, motherfucker. Uh, yeah. All right. I'm going cli- to make sure the rope is tied around the ladder, and I'm going to climb up. And uh, kinda, all right. Beam me up. Pull Grab action. on to uh, Grimir's hand. I'll hold Grimir's leg, I guess. Thanks. Thanks, Lux. <laughs> <laughs> Like a kid just, like, sitting on his foot. <laughs> yeah, you're just sitting on my leg. Yeah. Head on your on your hand, yeah. just like, don't take a nap, Lux. Oh, natural 20. Whoa! Hell yeah. Gurch is in hard shape, I think, still, right? Gurch is... Gurch is still at level four exhaustion. So, Whoa. yeah. He's... A fucking liability. <laughs> <laughs> just push Gurch back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just wait here. We'll come back for you. It's fine. He's not feeling energetic about getting involved in any scuffles that you guys get into, but you're his best hope of ever seeing something that's not the inside of this tower again. So True. I mean, I could burn some pretty high-level juice and potentially get you away from here, but... I mean, if we're going to get the queen, I might need that juice to we get might, her. Yeah, we might need that. So you guys got a good look. Which way are we? Where are we going in here? Oh, Through the tunnel. You're all up. Yes, we're all up. Sorry, WB. Okay. I, I got one of these stakes into the ground. And I was just going to retrieve my rope. We, uh, we got impatient. I heard you hammer and I figured you could use a hand. 
<laughs> oh, well, thank you, Judge, but I don't believe it's necessary anymore. I'll jab my ladder back in my chest. That's very disconcerting. <laughs> it's impressive it all fits in there. I'm, I'm bigger on the inside. All right. There's a tunnel. We've leaped into the abyss. Should we keep going? Yeah, we're, I'm going to shine some light down the hallway. What's going on down there? The downward sloping path has more of the feel of a cavern path than the interior of any built structure. The walls are made of pressed dirt and boulders and shale emerging in places, as you saw. It seems to continue down as a switchback path. Is there a switch forward path? On the upper side of the spike pit. Yeah, I'm going to crawl back up and see if there's a way forward. All right. Lux is just going to walk, start walking down the path. Your funeral. Uh, yeah, Lux, it's probably a good idea that you go first. All right, Lux, why don't you give me a stealth check since you said you're moving stealthily, and then you can give me whatever you want, perception or investigation, depending how you're moving ahead. Uh, it's a 28 for stealth. Okay. And I think I'll do perception because you'd just be kind of like scanning around, not really like looking for things specifically. Yep. 13. Judge, are you watching at the back or just following along? No, I'm watching. Okay, give me a perception as well. Um, 32. Whoa. There's another That's natural crazy. 20. <laughs> Wizards of the Coast trying to keep customers. <laughs> 20s. Okay, Lux, up in front as you sneak ahead. It continues like you're not in a man-made construct anymore. You can smell more just the earth and the the natural world at this point. The stench of the rotting flesh in the bottom of the spike pit is fading as you get farther from it. There's still that mildewy, moisture sense of rot, but it's more natural instead of putrid at this point. You have dark vision, and as you look ahead down the hallway, you don't see much. The hallways seem to go for 30 or 40 feet before they do those hairpin turns again uh, as you proceed forward. Nothing seems to be out of the ordinary until you start noticing that in the dirt of the we're calling it a corridor kind of there begin to be cobblestones and the dirt of the floor starts changing from the natural path into a slow change to rough stone cobblestones and you can see a little bit further out even it seems like they might be turning into flatter paving stone judge at the back you notice all the same things as Lux you're very much it feels like in a natural world at this point you don't see far enough ahead with everyone in front of you to catch the changes in the floor just yet but you do hear behind you some strange rustlings and having spent so much time in your labyrinth which had many different temperate regions since it was so large and confusing you recognize the sound of snakes slithering in dirt I don't mean to alarm anybody if you want to just pass it up the line but we got a couple slithery snakes coming up my rear Bucks. There are some snakes coming. Uh, you have to pass it to Gurch. Yeah. Gurch passes it to me. To <laughs> me. I pass it to, to Lux. Yeah, we're playing telephone right now. Yeah, it's telephone. Gurch, there's some snakes coming. Come here. Jeez. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> what the hell did you get there? Don't, 
Sneak up on me. <laughs> he is a spy. He is a rogue. Could have stabbed you. Please, please do not stab. Uh, I hear there are some some snakes making their way behind us. Oh, that's terrible news. Lux is so far ahead. Continues walking ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Are these snakes of average size or are they large and something I should be worried about? You can't tell. You can't see them. Uh, You can just hear a sound that you recognize due to your truly absurd perception. I mean, the fact that you can hear snakes, to me, leads me to believe, yeah, Yeah. they're pretty fucking big. (laughs) Well, all right. I'm going to turn about face. Pull out my shield. About face. I'm going to have my drift globe just kind of like floating are you kind stopping? of behind me a little bit over my shoulder. I think I'm going to stop. I don't think this is something we want to try. Do we want to outrun? Pass this up the line. Do we want to outrun the snakes? Or do we want to deal here. with the snakes? Yeah. I think we should attack these snakes coming up behind us. That makes the most... That, that, that was at full volume. We don't want to get into a pincer situation. Uh, I tend to agree with WB. Where's Lux? Lux. Lux. I don't think they have claws. They won't pinch us. They'll just bite, constrict. Judge, you notice when you stop, the sound of the snake stops as well. Mm. Judge was the snakes all along. I turn around again and red light, green light. Do I have like, (laughs) do I have like a a fish hook attached to me, and I'm just like dragging (laughs) these things with me? Uh, Not that you can see. All right, and I would see it. I'm gonna move closer to my friends, maybe. I'm imagining I'm like five, okay. ten feet away, and I'm going to close the gap to get towards Gertch and WB. Do I hear the slithery snakes again? You only move about five or ten feet? Yeah, no, you don't hear them start again. I think they stopped. Box, never mind. Do we want to carry forward, or are we going to go snake well, hunting? Maybe we should just keep going. All right, let's keep going. If I hear them again, I say we just turn back and light them up. I could send Buzz Lightbee down behind us. Yeah, why don't you do that? Go Buzz Buzz Lightbee, Lightbee, I choose you. Okay, are you sending this bee as a bee with the light spell cast on it? Yes. Okay, it buzzes back along where you guys have been walking and makes it as far back as the last hairpin turn, and you can't see any evidence of snakes. All right, guys, false alarm. I could have been hallucinating. I mean, you never know what's down here. It's worth checking out. Lux is just like waiting at the cobblestone doing the sonic foot tap while like the controller's down. Like, <laughs> oh, Lux is in his idle animation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'll keep a Buzz Lightbee behind us, uh, like not with us, but you know, as far back behind us as we can see. Okay. All right. As we're continuing on, I'm going to keep my Minotaur ears out for slippery, slithery, snacky sounds. All right. I will continue moving forward. So you yep. guys continue on? Yes. Okay. As you continue on, Lux, towards the next hairpin turn, you do, it It pays out exactly as you thought you saw. The cobblestones become more, uh, more common and then they slowly shift and flatten and smooth out until you're actually walking on a path of small paving stones. As you round the next switchback, at which point it's an entirely paved path, you come upon a rectangular landing, which is backed up against 
the dirt wall of the switchback path that you've just been walking down. You can immediately see this landing is about 30 by 30, and it has a staircase leading down close to you on the side that you emerged from, and then another staircase matching on the opposite side. The ceiling has a green glow, and it casts a strange green-tinged light over this room that you can see as you poke around uh, extends further down past those staircases. Why do you make things glow all the time? It makes me worried, okay? Sometimes I'm like, oh, this is glowing. I'm like, ah, do I... Stop it. green. Yeah, Yeah, right? Green glows, that's evil. Yeah, 100%. Evil. Lux, what do your mage eyes see? Uh, I think I found a... Somebody described it as a rectangular room, but it seems more square um, with a green glowing roof and some stairs going down. I don't see Mm -hmm. anything else. Okay. Do you think it's safe to go down the stairs? Ah, fuck if I know. Should I just go in? I've only given you the... I've, I've given you the cautious look. So you've come around the hairpin turn and looked out across the landing and you can see a little bit but you oh, haven't put okay, yourself okay. fully into yeah. the room yet uh, yeah I guess I'll, uh, I'll like poke my head in and look left and right up and down all around and sniff checking for hazards <laughs> give, give yeah. a good sniff alright as you peek out and around the corner to get a little better view you can see the stairs descend to a lower level there the glow is coming from the ceiling over this lower level and the green light that illuminates the chamber bathes everything with this strange sickly green color it seems like the chamber stays about as wide as the landing so about 30 feet wide and it's about 100 feet long there's a large set of doors at the end of the chamber they're closed and they're large black metal and they look rather forbidding the outer walls of this lower section are filled with alcoves. You can't fully see what's in the alcoves. The glow is dull. You can see perhaps shadowy figures, but you're not sure. The more obvious figure is about 20 feet in front of the doors you can see. In the middle of the floor, posed as though in the final part of a dance, the head and torso of a beautiful woman are surrounded by a wreath of swords glowing green in the strange light. Something about the scope is strange, though, and as you look more carefully, you can see that she stands about nine feet off the ground. But stands is the wrong word. Her torso, glowing green from the strange light as well, melds into the actually green body of an enormous snake, which is coiled on the floor. The swords that wreath her body, six of them, are all held by her. She has six arms. September 16, 1953, a gentle fog bank clings to the ground of the woods surrounding a modest up-and-coming municipality. A quaint, picturesque town full of chipper folk that are always willing to lend a helping hand. In the early morning, mothers walk along the streets escorting their children to school. Butchers, bakers, and candlestick makers unbatten the hatches and open shop for the day. Police officers and postmen wave passerbys as fathers make their way to the offices and factories, newspapers and cigarettes in hand. This will do just fine. 
whispers a figure with glowing eyes as it peers through the fog, observing the goings-on of the townsfolk. Welcome to Shutter Creek. No Fame presents Shutter Creek, a Monster of the Week podcast, premiering in the new year. Somebody say sneaks earlier because I think I found one. Yeah, they're behind us. We don't have to worry about them anymore. No, no, no. I think there's one in front of us. There's one in front of us. Yeah, they oh, stopped. She's, she's she's got six arms and and, and that many swords. And uh, Look, snakes don't have arms. Yeah, that's, yeah. The, that's the whole thing about I, us no, being I, a snake. I, I get that. Don't I have get, arms. No, I get that. I understand that. <laughs> Judge very excited, saying that she snakes in front. He's like, it's a cavernous maze. He gets excited. He's like, oh, my God, is Medusa here, too? Oh, your friend. And he starts moving forward. <laughs> did, did, I, I think I might know what this Gorgon. Is that what a Gorgon is? I thought Gorgon said snakes for hair, not snake bodies. Oh, you didn't say snake body. Now I'm terrified. Mm. I mean, can, can you guys just listen for once? Like, it, God, it's like a sickly yellow green. It's it's really gross. I like, I'm really worried up here. Okay, well, is there a way around or should well, we? there's. There's some big, big doors at the end. Like they look like a boss room. If I'm being honest, mm, classic I, boss like, room. Yeah, like like this is probably the way we have to go. No way around it. No, and there's, you know, a bunch of alcoves. Can't go under it. Can't go around it. Can't go around it. <laughs> Gotta go through it. Wait, did you say there's a bunch of more doors? I mean, more. <laughs> there are, and one does one does not simply walk through more doors. Are we going there? Are we going say there? there are I don't know if doors. I'm up for that right I, now. I will go, though I do not know the way. <laughs> are there additional doors? Um, in... I didn't. I didn't actually see any of the doors. I only okay, saw the alcoves. Yeah, there's there's alcoves that okay. might possibly have more snake people in them. Mm. Um, and then there's a couple sets of stairs. The snake lady with the swords. Can I do a religion check? Yeah. What are you checking? Can I see her? You can poke your head around. <laughs> shh. shh. Okay, poke my head. Religion. All right. What exactly are you wondering about? Exactly what she is. Is she a gorgon? I rolled a 10. 10? Okay. You poke your head around the corner and you see, as Lux described, this sickly green light bathing a long room with a completely still figure close to the doors near the end. She has the body of a snake merging into the torso of a woman with six arms. And you've never seen the like of this before. You don't know exactly what it is. It gives you the feeling of being greatly unsettled. This is not a creature of good. Although, is it even a creature? It's so still. You're unsure what's going on. You are, however, distracted immediately When you look at the swords that she's holding, the sword that's held directly above her head is not the same as the other five swords in her arms. The sword that's held directly above her head you know intimately because you and Bren went on a very long quest to retrieve a magical sword for Queen Harry many years ago, and she's holding Queen Harry's greatsword. I don't know what she is except a dirty, dirty, six-armed thief. She She got Harry's blade. What? She got Harry's blade. I don't say this. All. I'm going to just go in and punch them right in the fucking face. <laughs> How dare they steal Harry's sword? God I mean, damn it. 
as a fellow professional, I think uh, I, I don't mind the thievery part, but... Well, what do we want to do? I want to get Harry's sword back. We don't necessarily need to, like, kill her, but, like, you think we can go ask her for the sword? Hmm. Have we been able to ask anything of anybody in this place? That's that's where I'm... That's where my mind's at. Besides Gurch. Gurch oh, by the way, Gurch, fucking get around the corner. Stop peeking. <laughs> One hand on his head. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, if we're going to do this, we should try to get the jump, maybe have an advantage. Maybe throw a rock at it and see what happens. I mean, I could could shoot a firebolt. Yeah, shoot shoot a little firebolt. We'll we'll all hide around the corner (laughs) and see what happens. All right. Worst case, we lead it back down to here. Most of us are around this wall, you know? All right, I lean around the corner and shoot a firebolt at the snake you know what? lady. I, I don't hate that idea. <laughs> I, I I actually don't hate the idea of just throwing a fucking rock at it <laughs> and hiding. <laughs> Literally, worse, like we're going to fight this thing regardless, yeah. obviously. <laughs> so it'd be worst case scenario, it stays in the center of the room. This is a good way to test the waters. Yeah, Lux, do, do, do the thing and we'll hide. We'll peek. All right. Yeah. But when we peek around the corner, it has to be like different levels so like yeah. all of our heads are just in a line so it's like Gurch WB judge me yep <laughs> no wait Gurch you're out Lux WB yeah. <laughs> judge me is that what you're doing yeah, who's yes. throwing the rock oh, I'm shooting a fire is, at it yeah Lux hurt, is doing fire if, if we're gonna do this I want to oh. attract it and hurt it maybe good plan right. I don't like it but I will roll my attack here we go <laughs> that's a 26 ooh Yep. Wow. Hell yeah. Yeah, that hits. <laughs> Aim for the hand. I was really expecting a wow, that doesn't hit. There's <laughs> my, my 3d10 fire damage. <laughs> 22 damage. Whoa. It's a good fireball. Yeah, I rolled wow. a 10, 8, and a 4. Is it dead? All right. That's all you get. Now everybody <laughs> roll initiative. Okay. You send your firebolt out, and it hits her directly in the chest. She remains unmoving, but you can see the scorch marks. Does anyone speak abyssal? Nope. As the firebolt hits in all of your heads, you hear this almost painful hissing demonic speech flood through your brains. And you can tell someone's speaking to you but you can't understand what's being said her eyes open and her head turns to where you're all looking around the corner Lux you're up first so Judge got a feeling that this was an evil person right evil evil. he doesn't speak abyssal but I, I feel like you know as as you know like a, a mid-level cleric <laughs> yeah, things from the abyss generally aren't good okay yeah yeah like He's familiar with what, like, I, I can tell what somebody speaking Spanish sounds like, but I don't understand it. So I feel like that's the vibe with Abyssal. Like, all right, this is a demonic language. So we know we know what Abyssal sounds like. You know random words in Abyssal. I can I can ask to go to the bathroom and I know how to tell someone to fuck off in, you know, <laughs> Abyssal. So I think I'm going to leave. I'll leave our little tunnel here and head into the room. Uh, but like, I'm going to go straight across like to the other wall. Sure. Yep. And from there, I'm going to throw another firebolt at her. This, okay. seems, this seems to be effective, right? Fuck. Uh, 14 to hit. 14 does not hit. Yeah. Uh, you see 
one of the swords, her wrist just rotates and deflects the fireball before it goes back into the position it was in before. Oh, she moved. Yeah, this she did move. I saw it. Cool. I'm uh, pull out my sword and hug this wall, and that's my turn. Okay. Grimbier, you're up next. Lux is on the other side of the landing. Nothing else has changed. I will, because I'm peeking around the corner, I saw it move, I hope, with, uh, I've got 120 feet of dark vision. I'm going to... This room is lit. This room is fucking lit! Oh, just <laughs> lit fam. Oh, what's the lighting situation like? It's lit! Very, the, very green. The entire roof. <laughs> Grimir will use his full movement and then take the dodge action at the end of it towards, so like moving out and towards the center of the room and then, you know, directly towards this statue snake and yeah, take the the dodge action because I don't have enough movement to actually get all the way up there. Okay, what's your movement? Is it 30? 30? Okay, you make it to the top of the set of stairs on your side. Shield up. Shielding. Here we go. Shielding looks angry. Perfect. It's at this point, Judge, that you hear the slithering come back. It's coming from behind you on the trail. You don't see anything behind you yet, but that same snake sound. For a moment, you hear it, and then it seems to peter off, almost as though the dirt trails that you were hearing being rustled changed from dirt to paving stone. And it's much harder to hear snakes Mm. moving on flat stones. WB, you're up. How far away are we from this Gorgon, Yuanti, Medusa thing? (laughs) 80 feet. Uh, I'm going to summon Fabian. Uh, He's going to be in a mirthful mood. So he has the ability to force one creature to make wisdom saving throw, be charmed, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just going to get him to go back towards, well, I'm going to get him to stay just a couple of feet between me and where the snake sounds are coming from. Okay. I'll get him to prepare to use that thing to try and charm one of those snakes when they come around the corner. And then other than that, I'm good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to duck my head back in and away from the room with the giant creature. Okay. And You're not going in. You're staying in the... No, I'm going to watch for those snakes okay. with Fabian. Sounds good. It's now the creature's turn. She barely moves. Her eyes have been tracking those of you that walked into the room. And now that there's been two entrances to the room, she moves her arms in a very dance-like manner. And around her, the swords take up a what looks like defensive stance. And that's it. Judge, it's your turn. Judge is simply going to turn back to where he heard the snake slither stop and keep an eye. The second he sees snakes, he's a cast uh, a spell on him. Okay, so you're also staying out yeah. of the room? Yeah, I'm just around the corner, like head tucked in, heard the snakes, look back down the hall, and I'm just staying right around the corner, looking down the hall, and I'm just going to cast uh, Sacred Flame at the first snooty snake I see. Okay. Within 60 feet, that's the range. Okay. All right, we're back around to Lux. Lux, WB, and Judge are staying just outside of the room. Grimir has snuck in to the staircase opposite where you are, and it's just at the top of it. You are a little back from the other staircase. What do you want to do? 
I will move forward 60 feet using my movement okay. and my bonus action to dash. So, yeah, I'll be 60 feet in, and <laughs> I guess we're going to fire bolt again, because this feels like it should work better. Along the edge of the room or moving into the center? Uh, I would say along the edge. Um, okay. Like, if I have to, like, go 55, like, to go around the stairs and back over. Yeah. No, that's fine. The stairs are at the edge, so you can make it almost level with her. Not quite, though. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so I figured I'd still be a little bit off, so yeah, I'll just use Firebolt yeah. again. Okay. Uh, 22. Uh, roll with disadvantage. God damn it. <laughs> 14. Okay, she took the dodge action. That was her defensive yeah, yeah. sword stance. So, once again, your Firebolt is blocked by one of the swords in her hands as she twists quickly to deflect it. Say, uh, Grandma, I think I need some help. She's figured out how to block firebolts, and uh, this isn't going to go well for me unless you help me out up here. I'm working on it. All right. With that, it is Grimier's turn. Hey, what timing? Am I? I'm not within. I can't get up there in one turn. Can I to her with 30 feet? With 30 feet? No. Okay. You're, you're 50 feet from her. Okay. I will move up 30 in kind of like an opposite. Whatever way Lux went, I'll move my full movement uh, away. I mean, towards her, but the opposite side of the room. On the other side of the room, yep. And set up to do that. Use my crossbow to take three shots. Okay. Uh, with disadvantage? Yeah, she's taking the dodge action. Oh, still pretty good, though. Plus eight is dirty 20 for the first one, 12 for the second one, and 13 for the third one. Okay. 20, 13, 12. It looks like the first attack is going to go through until just at the last second, two of her swords come together and slice it in the middle of the air. The other two shots uh, go wide. One of them just barely glancing off some uh, some light shoulder armor that she has. I would be angry, but that was fucking cool. Yeah, right? Uh, that was rad. Yeah, that was pretty sweet. Join us. Yeah, we could be friends. We could be friends. I don't speak abyssal. I speak giant. I say join <laughs> us in giant. <laughs> <laughs> you just hear another hiss in your head telepathically. Damn it. Grimier and Lux, now that you've made it down to the bottom level, in the alcoves, you see... There's bodies in each one. You've each passed two and you're standing kind of close to one each as they line the lower walls. The bodies are outfitted in different sorts, but they all still have armor and weapons and they look very dead, but not rotted dead, more desiccated, dried out. The skin's still there, but it's sunken to the bones they look very old, and that's what's sitting in each one of the alcoves that you can see now. Lux, do we think it's also a vampire? I'm more than it might be. It looks like it might suck somebody dry. Yeah. Now that Lux says suck somebody dry, <laughs> Judge, your very small amount of abyssal comes back to you, and you realize that in that first speech, you definitely heard the abyssal word for babies and 
bone marrow. Two terms that go together quite often. Those are three of the ten words I know in Abyssal. (laughs) 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 Fuck your bone marrow babies. (laughs) In the library. In the library. Okay. Oh, shit. Judge and WB, you're watching behind you for the snakes, but you hear noises on the landing suddenly. Strange noises. Almost like plops and scrapes. And you see that the uneven cavern wall that backs up against the back of the landing that is the the sort of part of the switchback path that you had come down is not as solid as it once looked. And there are a lot of small snakes pouring out of the top part of the wall and landing on the landing now between you and the stairs. As these snakes pour out of the back wall, WB, what would you like to do? For, well, the the second that I the second that I saw snakes, my spell was held, so I would have just popped that off okay. on the first lot of snakes that I saw. Okay. So are these the snakes that we heard coming up? You would believe so. Fuck. They came from farther up the path. They just didn't do the hairpin turn. They poured from one part of the path down onto a lower part, just through the the rock walls. Damn, I was expecting like minions. One big snake. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess the Fabian would have also let off a an attempt to charm a single snake, unless they're counted. Unless a group of snakes is counted as a creature. It turns out that swarms, you might call it, of snakes are immune to being charmed. Who'd have thunk? Wait, what about snake charmer? Yeah. <laughs> We've been lied to. I mean, that's a great question and we should bring it up with wizards. <laughs> Come on, wizards. Fabian forgot his recorder at home. Uh, <laughs> Alright, judge. Dexterity saving throw from whichever one. That's a 19. Success. Okay. No damage. Oh, okay. Sweet. Okay, now we're at WB. So for Fabian to have done that, uh, he actually would have had to phase step 30 feet closer to them, uh, or up to 30 feet. So he's right in front of these swarms of snakes. Okay. Would you put him... So they're sort of like all along the back wall of the landing. Would you put him in between you and them or in between them and the rest of the room? Uh, In between me and them. And... As soon as he realizes that that didn't take effect, uh, he'll do a multi-attack with his short sword. Are we glossing over the fact that the <laughs> fucking has B has a short, short sword? sword? <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same thing. I mean, it's his stinger, right? Oh, yeah. No, no, it's 100% a sword. <laughs> <laughs> Does he have a little shield, like a little Legend of Zelda <laughs> tiny shield? It's on his back. It's He's just one of his it. wings that folds down over. Oh, oh yeah, He's okay. also for full visual. Remember that Fabian cannot fly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's, a, He's just a big fat purple bee. He just bounces. Just uh, he's almost a, a perfect sphere of a ball with. <laughs> tiny little legs sticking out. One of them has a sword, so in order to attack, he has to roll. (laughs) Speaking of attacking, that is uh, 18 to hit a swarm of snakes. That hits. 5 plus 3 plus 4 is 12. 12 damage. Very good. You see quite a few snakes get beheaded. Sick. And for his second swing... 
Oh, it was almost natural 20. 16, the hit. That also hits. Same swarm? Yeah, if, uh, yeah, if the swarm is still standing. Or oh, wait, slitting. sorry. What sort of damage is this? Oh, uh, there is four of it was piercing and three of it was force. Okay, so it actually looks like you did less damage than you thought you did. Was it the force or the piercing that looked uh, less? <laughs> they blasted back pretty well, but they have, they're very scaly. The sword seems to have a hard time catching them. Why didn't you give Fabian a magical sword, WB? <laughs> he came with his own. Oh. Well, for that second one, it's going to be uh, 10 piercing and 10 piercing, 5 force. Okay. All right. There are certainly less snakes, but you do wish that Fabian was a little uh, a little more savvy with his stabbing. Yeah. Oh, well. Stabby savvy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, can I? I'm going to take... 30 feet towards the, the big monster. Okay. And I will do a third level ice knife against them. Okay. 14 to hit. 14 does not hit. Mm. Cool. The ice knife does not quite make it all the way to the creature. Well, it does explode, so any creature within okay. 5 feet of the explosion has to make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. They actually... Fail that. Hey. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I rolled 4d6. I got three ones and a two. <laughs> Brutal. Don't so worry. they take... Wow. They take five cold damage. Oof. Five cold damage. You see a sheen of frost across the lower part of the creature's tail where the ice knife hit into the floor and exploded. I'm just getting all my bad rolls out of the way here. Oh, wait. What kind of damage was that? Cold. Um. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You you see the shards of ice explode near the tail, and they do hit the tail. But again, the snake scales seem to be quite protective, perhaps a little more protective than anticipated. Well, fuck me. It's now the snake lady's turn. She is going to uncoil her serpentine tail and slither backwards about 20 feet until her back is up against those forbidding dark metal doors and once again take up a defensive stance and that is where we're going to end the episode Ah, for tonight coward Coward. evil (laughs) all right we'll pick up with this monstrous slithering fight next time on tall tall tower dragon ball z (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> tower Talzy. Tower Talzy. Goku dies. Again? <laughs> also Krillin. He's just got to train a little bit. That's all. Thank you so much for listening to the No Fame Podcast. The best way to support the show is just by listening, which you're already doing. Amazing. The second best way to support our show is by telling your friends. Hey, why not, right? You can find links to our podcast, YouTube, Discord channel, social media, and so much more at nofame.ca. You can support the show for as little as a toonie at patreon.com slash nofamepod or buy us a coffee at ko-fi.com slash nofamepod. Thanks again for listening, and we will catch you later on. I can't stop looking at Josh's face.
<laughs> my so eyes are sorry. so squinty. Oh my <laughs> it's very early for Josh. Well, I mean, it was very early. It's, now it's slightly later. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But you it's missed the home with all the technical oh. difficulties. <laughs> <laughs>